0: Welcome to the Winding Road Home, now available on demand on all your major podcast platforms. I'm Russ Salerno, your show host, and alongside is my beautiful, lovely, charming, uh, awesome wife. Keep going. Yvette. Keep going.
1: That's it. That's it. Well, you told me that was like. <laughs> Thank you. you th- oh, I'm not supposed to tell people I said that.
0: She, she keeps
1: she, saying lovely, which is very nice. But I said, mix it up and say something different about me.
0: Well, I, I, I included many um, adjectives. positive adjectives. Yes, fabulous. Hey, guys, we uh, we would love it if you'd subscribe to our podcast. We do appreciate you listening. Um, uh, we've been a little lax on the shows, kind of getting the shows out, but um, trying to get back in a rhythm. And that's part of the show. Um, part of our, our discussion today is going to be uh, me admitting to some things that... Uh, that it's just been, it's just been bothering me. So, um, and I kind of realize it and I feel like, um, a little bit of like, um, wow. And you're not telling me realize, what this
1: show is about. So are some of these me? I like they have me? In
0: <laughs> suspense, but, um, Hey, we would love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast. And when you do that, what happens is actually the, the uh, app on your phone actually will update you and let you know when a new podcast has been, uh, launched. Mm-hmm. And because, We've been so infrequent. That's a that's a benefit. That's a feature. So we've actually been getting calls was, going.
1: When's the next one coming out? Yeah.
0: So which I, we appreciate. Yeah. So subscribe. Uh, so you you'll be. Uh, Cause I know notified. we're
1: riveting. We're so riveting. Right. I can't wait to hear the next one. We are. We um are. but
0: But um, you, you know, if if you are if you already subscribed, we do appreciate it. And if you haven't already done so, give us a review. Tell us what you think. Even give us throw out some comments out there. I know that uh, Apple Podcast gives you the option of throwing in some verbatim comments in there, and so um, you know yep. either either do that or um, you can send us an email at uh, thewindingroadhome at gmail dot Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Um, we are hip and social. Uh, we all kind of, we're all kind of all kind of social mediaed up.
1: You just say hip.
0: Yeah, that's that fun. just
1: unhipped everything. That fact that you said hip.
0: Um, I don't know what else what else to use. Um, we we are we are getting. I mean, we'll have I just, I just turned fifty, cool so. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so the, uh, the this podcast, as we like to say, is is always a just a response to God tugging on our hearts to do something a little bit bigger than we are and different. And um, I would say I'm still a little bit unfamiliar with all this. I mean, certainly the promotion side of it and getting the word out. Uh, that's where you guys, the listeners, come in come into play. Copy the link. To the to the show. And if you, you know, if you share the show with other people, they may listen and mm-hmm. it kind of helps us with um, you know, kind of getting the word out. So uh, I don't know any other way other than just some social media posts and all that. So um, we're kind of or at least I am kind of a beginner um, when it comes to that.
1: And there's uh, so much stuff out there. It's it's yeah. hard. people have to be interested. In there's a there's a
0: lot of options out there. And that's another reason why we thank you for listening, because, you know, there's I mean, there's a gazillion podcasts out there. And you've got podcasts that are sports related. You've got, I mean, it's you, news only. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of options. And um, the, the 10 of you that listen to us on a weekly basis, we really appreciate it. And the good
1: thing is you never know what you're going to get with us. Some you, you know exactly what you're going to get, yeah. which is good. But with us, it's, you know, yeah, it could be just anything.
0: It could be just anything. But um, we are, we're so grateful. Um, we're grateful for the reviews that we've, we've received. Uh, I'll tell you something else we're grateful for is the servicemen and women that have uh, have fought to protect us, uh, police officers, uh, firemen, uh, the military. I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here doing this if it weren't for people, even, even before we were born. And you think about pe- people right now with
1: the hurricane going on, Dorian, how many people out there are... are yeah. the servicemen and women and firemen and all that are out there helping. Right. And, and then there's a
0: lot of volunteers, even yeah. people that are going down and, uh, and helping volunteers. out there's so, utility
1: companies from other States going down. There's, there's, and they don't, there they they don't know where to go.
0: Cause this, this Dorian, oh, my goodness, um, storm is it, 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 it you know, one minute it's going towards central Florida, which is where our parents live. Um, which makes right. us nervous. Um, in South then, Florida
1: where, which is where other friends and family live. Yeah.
0: It's, but then it's, then they say it's going to turn up the coast and come up near where we are uh in north carolina but nobody really knows it's kind of stalling in the bahamas Mm -hmm. and uh really feel bad i'm seeing some of the some of the video uh coming out of the bahamas and (sighs) it's just just, i mean the the airport even is underwater the whole Mm -hmm. airport is underwater so um the bahamas will likely never be the same again and this is they're saying this is the strongest storm to hit the florida coast ever that ever recorded ever so Mm -hmm. um Pretty amazing stuff. Um, just a lot of prayers for for those that are down there and, and pray for um, it to
1: go out in the water and just dissipate. Just yeah, yeah, miraculously just go away.
0: Yeah, I was reading where the the eye of the storm on this one is different than previous all previous hurricanes. It's typically I guess there's not typically lightning in the in and around and near the eye of the storm, and they're noticing a lot of lightning in the in in the eye of the storm, so it's it's acting different than than any other storm um, with regard to lightning. Is the storms
1: kind of, usually very quiet and peaceful? Well, in around it,
0: like the mm, center of it, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that. You know, there's not like lightning in like a clear sky. I mean, yeah. but but in and around the the center of the storm, it's there's more lightning than than normal. Uh, I'm not mm. a meteorologist, so don't don't take me up on uh, you know you know.
1: You don't play one on TV either. No, but so. I stayed
0: it at a Holiday Inn uh, Express last night. And um, yeah, that, that makes me a meteorologist. Actually, if meteorologists just went with the whole 50-50 chance of rain, I would much rather them do that, just go with 50-50 if they don't know. Because See, if you go with the 60-40, you say there's a 60% chance of rain and mm-hmm. it doesn't rain, well, well, then you just set yourself up for failure. Because if, if it's 60% chance, there's a pretty good chance it's not going to rain. And if I'm a meteorologist, I wonder, if I was a meteorologist, I wonder how people would react if I said, you know, there's about a 50% chance of rain. Because you know they never say that. It's always 40, 60, 80, 90. They'll even throw a 90 in there every once in a while. They'll even go like 10% just because they, and they got to do that because they know it's going to be sunny, but there's always a chance that possibly God's going to just mess up their, um, you know, their record, you know. And I think God would have fun with, if, if I were God, I would just be messing with meteorologists, like, Wait a minute. You're gonna predict the weather? Uh, no. How about this? You know, let's throw a storm out there, and you know, just make make some, you know, just just mess with some meteorologists. Because you know,
1: God has a sense of humor.
0: Oh, he does absolutely. That's actually, I would I would think God would have fun with that. Mm-hmm. Especially like like meteorologists that think they know everything. I'm talking about the foolish kind, the kind that don't believe in God. You know, God, the those that don't believe in God are called fools. Um, yeah. So interesting that uh this storm is acting the way it is and, and i hope that that's not a sign of anything that's you know I mean, they're already already i think they're already like six or seven people confirmed dead mm. and there's a lot of people missing so we'll, we'll be praying, for, praying uh, for all those people for that everybody
1: um, in the wake of it mm.
0: so um actually um we're, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and then when we come back we're gonna go through the good bad and the ugly Ooh, ugly. It's ugly. Yeah. We're going to... We'll do... I'm actually... We'll we'll talk about the ugly. That's actually part of what I'm going to talk about. Mm. The ugly. We'll be right back. All right. So, hey... Uh, check this out. So I don't know if you knew this event, but there was a straight there was a straight pride parade, as opposed to a gay pride well, parade.
1: Well, good for them. That's in, awesome in
0: Boston here recently. And I have mixed feelings about parades and stuff like this. I mean, because I don't know. I mean, a straight pride parade. I, I mean, I saw some video of it, and it's pretty much a Trump slash America parade, which I'm all for America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump is my president, and I'm 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 glad that he's president over over the other choices that we had. He's not necessarily my favorite person, but he's my president, so I have to be, you know, he I you know he's my president, and I'm pulling for him because he you know he I think he genuinely wants America to be a better place. Um, and you know when he said make a, make America great again, I mean we've we've always been a great country, and and. I don't think we've ever not been great because great to me is like, you know, the best place to live. And I think America, at least in our lifetime has always been the best place in the world. Well, Great to live.
1: makes me think of our greatest generation. You know, those that fought in world war two and yeah, you know, to me, that's, you go back to that. I feel like that's kind of the, the beginning of what that was as a country that people rallied together, did what they needed to do. Everybody supported each other. Um, you know, that's the way this country's supposed to be. And unfortunately it doesn't seem like it's like that anymore. It's well, very sad.
0: You know, and there's uh <clears throat> having parades and, and protesting and all this stuff. I mean, first of all, I, I don't, who has time for that? I mean, really? Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I see people protesting during the week and it's like, don't you have a job? And maybe they do. Maybe they work at night. Maybe they're a mm-hmm. waiter, waitress. Uh, maybe they work on the weekends. I don't know. I, but it just seems like a lot of people have a lot of time to protest and, 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 you know the most of the ones that are protesting. Um, and when I say protesting, I'm talking about the, you know, just kind of. It's a lot of this pro. A lot of this, It's it's angry protesting. There's so much angry protesting out there. And um, when you look at the uh, the Tea Party movement back in the day. Well, don't
1: most people protest? Isn't that the, the nature of? protesting yeah, I mean, angry
0: I think you can protest and be kind of reasonable you don't you don't have to be violent this is where this whole Antifa thing has kicked off and mm-hmm. you know Antifa is just a an animal we could throw that in the ugly easy um Antifa is and should be a um, terrorist organization I mean they are they are terrorists within our own country um and they think they just have a they they fr- free pass for to violence they can say what they want do what they want and um
1: and what makes them so angry? Where did it stem from? Was it where they grew up? Was it was it family? Was it I mean, you kind of wonder where some of the anger comes from? Is it what they see on TV? What well, they see on the internet? I mean, I get upset about things that I don't I feel there are injustices, but I don't, I don't feel like I want to go out and beat somebody up over it or that's just not my personality i don't I never yeah. get that upset about something I mean to me I get more upset thinking about a young girl being taken and sold into slavery and 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 uh, raped until she's till she's killed Th- those are the type of guys that I want to I want to nail to the wall yeah well, know, that so, makes me angry and,
0: and I think biblically anger um I mean if you're truly angry like that and your 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 violence is a part of your your anger. Mm-hmm um it's, it, you're where's christ and where's christ and all that so mm-hmm. i think the the fact that, that that we're that christ is missing is kind of you know we're kind of attracted to darkness here these days um which is the absence of light you know which is the absence of christ we don't want christ i mean it's every every time you turn around i mean i'm you're having conversations with people that are they they just don't want to believe in god and and i know the root the root cause mm-hmm. of it and the root cause of it is that they don't want to they don't want to be exposed. They, you know, and so they'll just rally. Uh, they'll rally to darkness, and that creates anger. And and you mm-hmm. you do things that just, I mean, anger, like we're like we see on TV every day, is does not come from, does not come from God, does not come from Christ. A Christ-centered, mm-hmm. you know, a spirit-filled person. Um, can a Christian get angry and 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 uh, voices, his or her anger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but violence. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. I mean, you know, maybe we get caught up in the moment or something like that. But a pattern of violence, like Antifa, like mm-hmm. these people. Uh, I think if you have a pattern of violence and a pattern of anger, there is something missing there, and it probably is Christ in your in your in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, not pointing fingers. I'm just saying, you know, that's to me anger. That's the root of it all um you know ha- christ being missing from your life mm-hmm. and and i think the people that that don't have christ in their life they're searching they have questions they they don't there is is uh, is, is is miffed and uh, looking around and wondering There's has they know there's a creator and so but do you um, ever think
1: about times like i, I know this too because i i experience um people I know that get very angry about the news and what's happening happening in, in the world and, and, and they get so frustrated. And I just I, like at least once a week I stop and I think, I just thank God that I have a savior and know that he's got this and he's bigger than me. Because if I had to live in this life and see some of the things that I see, maybe not day to day, but things that I see on TV and things, things that are happening, I would lose all hope. But yeah. I know that there's some, there, there is a there's a creator out there bigger than me, yeah. and I can't imagine living life not knowing that.
0: Well, you'd be confused. And I with, mean, I think that with, would make
1: with, me angry because you'd, you just, you'd be so frustrated and feel like there's nothing you can do, and I think yeah. that's what happens with these people is they get so angry and frustrated and they don't know what to do, and so if they out. were a child, they would kick and scream and have a temper tantrum, but they can't, so they have an adult temper tantrum.
0: Well, let and, me just. Um, I mean, and you're right, and you're actually hitting on what I want to hit on in, in a little. You're you're stealing my thunder. I mean, what, oh, you know, I'm sorry. What are you doing? You're, you're stealing, my thunder. Well, you know, when but, you're around
1: someone long enough, you know, eventually we're going to look like each it's other. It's really
0: wild because you're kind of hitting on exactly what what um, you know what God's put on my heart to share on today's show and to and yesterday at sun, during Sunday school, um, I, <clears throat> I, the exact verses that I taught out of. In Sunday school, the pastor ended up preaching on, and we didn't even talk about you know there was no nothing you know just kind of it wasn't a coincidence right and because how God many even...
1: thousands of verses
0: yeah and, to be and so what's interesting is that has happened like I, I I do my own Bible study for for the kids i, I don't mm-hmm. I don't follow a a a book, you a know curriculum. Mm-hmm. A, a curriculum I, I, I follow a book, I follow the bible, mm-hmm. but but um and that's probably, I would say, the last six times or seven times that I have done a lesson. And, and out of the blue, just whatever God puts on my heart to share with the kids, that same set of verses our pastor uses. And it's probably happened half of the time, maybe three or four of the seven times. It's really crazy.
1: So, what were they? Yesterday? Well, uh,
0: Matthew 25, uh, verses in Matthew 25. I mean, it's just. This week it was, but I mean, it just seemed, you know, God just, it's just, I don't know what God's saying there, but... But what is Matthew 25? I don't well, know off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Well, let's turn to it. How about that? We'll just go right to, we'll just go right to the Bible. How about that? And specifically, we were talking about, I was telling the kids about how, you know, you know, they just started their the new school year and um, they basically are... Yeah, there's new challenges, you know, and they're And actually, it was I'm sorry, Matthew 25. It was Matthew 14.
1: And they're getting older, so these are mostly juniors and seniors in high school.
0: Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, I have. I even have the the. No, you do have a a sophomore too. Ninth ninth graders as Mm -hmm. well. Um, But we were talking about. I'm trying to trying to make sure I get the, This is a different Bible, and I had, had it earmarked in my my other Bible. That's the problem with having multiple Bibles, right?
1: Different Bible, but the same story. Um. <laughs> that's, a, that's an inside joke because Russ has many, many Bibles, and I always say, he goes, do you think I should get this one too? And I'm like, well, what's different about this one? I'm like, isn't it the same story? And he has to explain, no, it's a different, it's a different uh, translation, or uh, Jesus' words are in red, or it's large print, which is very important the older we get. So there's always something. So that's like an inside joke that I always tell them. You know, it's the same story. You know that.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, we were we were actually teaching. I, I was actually teaching about the false false teachers, and uh, it was in Matthew 16. Um, but but we but we went to we went to Matthew 25, But being aware of false teachers, and um, you know, they're you know they're sneaky. They sound. It sounds, so it's, many it sounds it sounds truthy, but it's not. And so many that um, are out
1: there that are changing their beliefs because <laughs> the Bible isn't uh, isn't hip, I guess you could say, well, to today's I'm, generations. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm here to tell you today the Bible is hip. No, but um, that's
1: what I'm saying, is they're changing their <clears> stances and some people that I greatly one woman in particular that I very much admired and I'm so disappointed.
0: Oh yeah, Mm. I know you're talking about.
1: Yeah, we won't name names, but But, um, just
0: disappointed. So yeah, so let's let's get back to Mm -hmm. the the straight straight pride straight pride parade. Well, we we got off on a tangent, really bad. But um, so straight pride parade, the the good and the bad about this. Okay, so I'm all for parades, I'm all for them, but the message, um, I I don't what message are we really sending? Are we just are we antagonizing? Right at this point uh, in this in this uh, in this world where you really can't stand up and like like the gay pride people, Mm -hmm. the gay pride people and all throughout Twitter are all ticked off because um, the straight pride people have stolen their means with which they uh, tell the world about their their pride in, in, in being gay. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, you're not allowed to do a parade because we're the first ones that did the pride parade. You can't, you can't Mm -hmm. steal that from us. That's, that's Mm -hmm. what they're saying. And, um, you know, and we're, and they're being and these straight pride people are being called bigots because and intolerant because they're, that they're having their own parade. And Mm -hmm. I just think it's amazing that the most tolerant people are the most intolerant in the world. It's like. It, yes, we live in America. It, we should be able to have a straight pride parade without without worry of you um you know f- giving us the bird or um, you know I mean there was, there was some crazy people protesting this this parade. Mm. And that's the problem I have with But with again, the
1: parade. those are those are people that are extreme. I mean they're prop there's there are probably for every one of those out there there are probably very many uh, you know Homosexual or LGBTQ that are very reserved, quiet people that would Maybe, not go yes. do that. You never know.
0: Yeah, and that and and so and so this is this is really where I think we'd be most effective. Instead of having a parade,
1: yeah, I don't think that why don't right, why sorry. don't
0: we do this? Why don't we just be Christ's hands and feet where we're at every day? Mm-hmm. Okay, you may or may not know that someone's LGBTQ or mm-hmm. gay or. Or Muslim, or whatever they are, whatever the mm-hmm. worldview is, get to know somebody. Like, sit down and talk with them. If you're, mm-hmm. you know, don't just talk about the weather. Don't talk about Dorian. Don't talk. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to talk about Dorian. Let's talk about Dorian. But what I'm saying is get to know somebody. Ask mm-hmm. them some t- tough questions. Just, you know, because I think we have so many acquaintances. We really don't engage with people like, like we do, like no, we like we did in the past. To. I tell well, you, it's not I was that we're afraid with, to, but we have so much noise around. And us, I don't
1: know if you talked to the, the phones and everything else, Danielle, about this. But our our daughter Danielle, who's almost sixteen, was telling me the other day that um, she started a dance club at her school, and she was in this meeting with all the clubs, and she was she was next to. I guess she was next. They actually have an LGBTQ club. Which first I thought that I'm like, oh okay, well, okay, that interesting. That wouldn't have thought that. Mm. but she said, and there's a, there is a, um, a Republican club and a a Democrat club or it's conservative. I don't know if it's conservative and liberal, like actually really, she said, but the, the, the liberal, she said, I can't even have a conversation with them. They're very like angry and frustrated. Mm. She said, but the people in the LGBTQ club, she said, they are the nicest people. She said, and I was sitting down talking to them and, and she said, you know, I was talking to this one guy that she knew him, you know, she, and she knew he was gay, you know, he's in her class. And we were talking and she said, you know what? She goes, you guys are like the nicest people. And she said, you know, I don't agree with your lifestyle. She said, but, but I like you. And he said, and I appreciate that. He said, I don't, you know, you don't have to. He said, it was my choice. He said, and that's okay. He goes, but yeah, of course we can still be friends. Yeah. And, and I thought, you know, for a teenager to be able to have that conversation. Now, granted, they, our children are being exposed to this much younger than, I mean, we never were exposed to this as kids. Like, you know, I was telling, we were talking to the kids saying, when we were their age, like, it was never even spoken about. So you wouldn't even have, it wouldn't have entered my mind. So it was very different. Well, now, you know, it's right there in front of them all the time. And I know Daniela said, you know, you can't be mean to them. I was like, well of course not I said I I have I know a lot of homosexual people who I I really care about love dearly I had you know I had a cousin and a stepbrother that loved dearly that doesn't mean I don't didn't love them or care about them I don't agree with their lifestyle that's okay I said just like Danielle, I don't like when you lie to me but it doesn't mean that I don't love you I just don't like what you're doing and it's the same it's the same thing trying to explain that and I thought it was so interesting that she was saying how nice they were and that she was able to have this really nice conversation with him and and him to say, it's okay, you don't have to agree with what I believe, but just respect it. And she said, well, of course, you know, you can still be friends. And I thought that was so mature at that age and to think that they could be so civil about it, even though they didn't have to agree, doesn't mean they hate each other and he he didn't think she was a bigot. She just, she's like, I like you. And, And that is what, the way it should be.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, and and that goes to my, my, my point is the, you know, the, the, the parades are, are fine and all. If you want to have a parade, then then have a parade and, and yeah. whatever. But don't do it because you want to
1: shove it in someone's but, face. Yeah, to I, be I, re- think, That's I think not sometimes
0: helpful. sometimes um, it's like the, the rebel flag, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, you know, in today's environment, if you're flying the rebel flag, you, you have the freedom to fly. and mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything personally wrong with flying a rebel flag. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's a part of our... It's really not called the Rebel flag. It's 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 a Confederate it's flag. It's a Confederate flag, and, and I'm not I'm not a flag expert, but you it know it's it's a part of our history, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah well yeah Russ, but the the history of this country is terrible, and we're such a bad you know bad people and all that. You no, know, we're better today than we were. We don't have slavery. We don't have all there's all these things that we don't have, mm-hmm. and and th- that we're so bad, and we've kind of you know we've we've cleaned up our act and in, in through the years and. We are where we are today, where you know everyone has an equal opportunity. Um, and don't tell me you don't. If you're listening and you say, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're <clears throat> you're white and you're a you're a male and you have," no, I'm sorry. I mean, I will I will argue with you until the until the cows come home. And I don't know when those guys come home, but it, it whenever the they come home, mm-hmm. because is that what the fat lady? There's things? plenty of there's plenty of opportunity for everybody. And in mm-hmm. fact, I'm not even going to get into the whole race thing, mm-hmm. but. There are plenty of opportunities. In fact, I think sometimes the sometimes white middle class white males have it worse off because they don't have any anything that is you know scholarships or th- you know things like that. I mean, they're all they're, they're, you're you're not granted that. I mean, we've experienced that with our own son, and I've been told by 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 uh, school of officials, people mm-hmm. in the schools that say we can't help you because of this or because, you know, and it has has everything to do with, you know, we we don't have enough. And then we're getting way off track here, but we don't have enough uh, money to just send our son and daughter anywhere, but we have enough to send them somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we're kind of in the middle. um, We have been
1: better off if we were credit card up to the hilt and in debt and they right, told us yeah. that which yeah. is really sad like yeah. we've worked so hard we had to a bunch of debt be responsible and we
0: had no cash or we weren't saying you know so wait a minute so i'm penalized for for doing the right thing but we just totally got sidetracked
1: and we did live Can in we, the shack for how long with the cockroaches yes. no one remembers that yeah, we are way 100
0: <laughs> percent sidetracked because i want to talk more about this this um you know what we need to do aside from the the, the mm-hmm. parades okay have a parade if you want to but when you get home and you, and, you, and you you get to bed, you get up the next morning, parade your butt over to your friend who you don't know that well and start talking to, him talk and get to them and getting to know them, mm-hmm. you know, talk with them about, you know, what do you think happens to someone when they die? Just just mm-hmm. get to know somebody a little more intimately and, and, and share share Christ.
1: And if someone doesn't look the way you think they should look, someone doesn't believe the way you think they should believe, don't don't count them out. Um, I think a lot of times that happens and I think as Christians we struggle with how to deal with that like for example, my daughter has a friend who I, I didn't know this at first but her mother I mean she was married before but her mother now is a lesbian and um, she is a lovely woman and, and I've gotten to talk to her and really get to know her and I really like her and you know someone would probably have automatically gone looked at them her her and her her, her wife, it's, it, as they tell talk, to talk each other um and and would be kind of weirded out by that okay did i just say weirded out um but 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 a very lovely woman and i really liked her i mean her lifestyle I'm, it's not my thing and i don't i don't i don't, I don't agree right, with so, that but so i really uh, like her
0: so so and and that, and that and that's good you know mm-hmm. and and I'm, I'm just, and being I'm mean just to her say, or being
1: rude or whatever, but you know, you get to know somebody and maybe understand where they're coming from, and and still and be able to talk to them. But it's not something you come out with and go, you know, you're going to hell. I mean, no, no,
0: <laughs> that's no, not good no. either. But 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 here here's mm-hmm. the deal. How how much? And, and this is a question, and we mm-hmm. we, we, and we never know until we talk to the to the person mm-hmm. that we know, kind of has a lifestyle that it, that mm-hmm. is totally against. What God intended for us, okay. Mm-hmm. When you ask them tough questions, out of love, right? If someone's mm-hmm. walking off of a cliff and you and, and a blind man's walking off of a cliff and he's listening to his walk, Walkman radio or his, his 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 iPod or whatever Walkman uh, Walkman that's it's, yeah, but it, you, you know what I'm saying. So he this guy's walking off a cliff. You're gonna run and go tackle the guy. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, you're 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 gonna drop your backpack and everything you got, and you're gonna run as fast as you can to go tackle the guy because he's getting ready to jump off of a cliff. And when you hit that guy, he's blind; he doesn't even see you coming. Imagine a quarterback being blindsided hit it, but uh hit. You know what I mean? It's it hurts. It's happened to me before as a punter. Um, you don't see it coming, and initially you're like in shock, like what just happened. Who in the world, I was walking down the street, listening to my radio, having a good old time, tapping my little stick, and I'm walking in the park, and all of a sudden some dude just comes barreling, and, and what? Excuse me? Yeah, but once the person that tackled you explains that I just saved you from walking off of a cliff, they should appreciate that. Right? And the guy's got his little stick and he's, he's, he's kind of tapping it over on the cliff and going, oh my goodness, wow, I was. I mean, I, I owe you. And the bruise that he has on his knees and his elbows and wherever else he landed, that's not going to hurt as much anymore. Because he just realized you saved his life. So the bruises don't hurt. So here's my question. My question to you is, Yvette, and to anybody listening, are we willing, if we know that that person has a lifestyle like homosexuality, I'm going to just throw that out there, right? Or you're talking to someone who admittedly does not believe in God and you're a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. Are they willing to be tolerant or amicable or reasonable with you when you bring Jesus up? That's, that's going to be interesting. And I've, seen, I've had it. I've had it where people just agree to disagree. Uh, I've had I've had people get mad at me, you know, just because I you know I ask them. Well, I
1: think today, I think if you look at a lot of these pastors that were, uh, we were mentioning before, is they would say that that lifestyle is per- perfectly fine.
0: Well, there are, <clears throat> there are pastors that are kind of which is ca- which is of, tough
1: because they're telling them the wrong thing.
0: They're not well because they they need people they need people in their churches. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's the sad thing about the church uh, the church like the building and the and the pastors that have these buildings. The building is the most important thing. We they need people to come to the church, mm-hmm. and if they take a bunch of people off because they're they're appearing bigoted or they're drawing a line in the sand, see, it's not it's not the pastor that should be drawing the line. It's God drew the line in the sand. Now He gave us a way out, right through Christ, mm-hmm. but but we can't we can't just act like. Uh, come one, come all, and it's okay. And God made you that way. That stuff. That stuff really. And I don't want to get sidetracked again. That's a mm-hmm. whole other conversation, mm-hmm. because we're talking now. We're talking about the church and pastors, but I'm talking about the individual. Mm-hmm. So my, my point is, why don't we? Why don't we just do away with the parades? Why don't we do away with the parades? And why don't we go out and 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 go go talk to that person that we know we need to talk to? Mm-hmm. Even if even if they'll never talk to you again. Because it's highly likely that if someone's in love with their lifestyle and mm-hmm. you ask them a question, you're not pointing your finger, but you're asking them questions about their lifestyle. So let me
1: ask you a question just to give people an idea. Like if, if you went up to say this particular woman, what would you say to her? How would you, how would you broach that question? Knowing that-,
0: knowing that she was homosexual? Yes. Okay, well the first thing I, I ask anybody, is um, what do you think happens to someone when they die? Mm-hmm. Point blank. I mean, whether you're gay, straight, mm-hmm. bi, whatever, it, everyone has a belief mm-hmm. about something ab- about what happens when you die. Okay, that's the first thing I would ask her. Now she may say, "I think you're dirt. I think you just you die in your dirt." Mm-hmm. Like my buddy Chris, right? Um, who I haven't heard from in a long time. Mm-hmm. I need to call him. Um, she may say that we all go to heaven, okay? I mean, who knows? But that, con- that, that question, that question drives and changes the, the, the tone of the conversation and the, the subject goes from worldly to spiritual. Uh, in a second, you can change it. And it's really just a, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on what, on what happens to someone when they die.
1: So then how do you get in the homosexual conversation? How, well, do, you, how do you address that?
0: Well, um, so the thing that I would do is, um, and, and most times I, I ask this other question, and this is straight out of the way of the Master. I end up asking them, you know, do you consider yourself to be a good person? And most people, I would say 90, 95% or better, say, yeah, absolutely, I'm a good person. Now, we know, we know darn well that's, that's not true. And the reason why that's not true is because God's Word says that we're all fallen and that we're not good, not one, not a single person. So you don't have to teach your kids how to lie. You don't have to teach them how to steal or cheat or anything like that. It happens automatically. So we're bad by nature. And it, only because of God himself in us is the only reason that I, that I'm doing, that I would do anything good. Because naturally, and I'm talking about myself, naturally, I'm just a bad person. I'm filthy. I will make so many bad decisions without, without God, and I make bad decisions with God, but, but without God, I can't even imagine what I would be capable of doing sin-wise, right? And I'm talking about myself. Now, everyone else, look in your own mirror, and you ask yourself those same questions. But that's what I would say, and, then, and she would say, she's a good person. And, you know, who defines what's good? God does, right? So then I would put her through the I put her through the through the test just like I do anybody else. Well, can I put you through a can I put you through a test to see if you're a good person? Sure, go ahead. Have you ever told a lie? She's gonna say probably yes. And what would that make you? Make you a liar? Have you ever committed adultery? That's all you have to say, because <laughs> adultery will kind of break into that break into that homosexuality conversation. A little bit.
1: So what would you say at that
0: point? Well, if she said, um, well, she she might say, Well, no, I've never committed adultery. Then I was I would have done another I would say, Have you ever have you ever looked upon a man or a woman with lust? Uh, And mm she go? Well, yeah. So, men? Yeah. Women? Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, God's Word says that that is adultery. That, that's it's fornication. It's adultery in the heart. You actually are undressing somebody with your mind, and mm-hmm. that's it. That's that's e- that that is enough to send you to hell. That's a sin because you're you're that that it's that first looks free, second second look cost you kind of thing. That's what I like to say. Because I mean, you can't help but walk around and you just stuffs in your face, right? Just TV, whatever. You can't help mm-hmm. it these days. But that sin, then you can talk about that. And you say, look, I love you, and I, you know, you, you make your own choices, but God's Word says that homosexuality and adultery and homosexuality specifically is an abomination to Him. And I care about you, just like I would care about a, someone I don't even know walking off of a cliff. And I'm not saying this to condemn anything that you're doing. I mean, God's Word is, I mean, don't, don't kill the messenger here. But this is what God's word says about your, your choice. But the good news is that Christ Christ stepped in to pay, pay the fine for you and change your life. They may be offended by that. Now you know my friend Rodney back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he's, he, he's very open and um, um, he rejected he rege- I mean actually he accepted. He he received God's word um, um, without. I'm trying to I'm trying to put the right words in. Um, He received God's word or heard God's word with without anger when we were down there and I was down there talking to him and his partner. Um, This was years and years ago. Uh, They were very grateful. He was very grateful, and I you know bought him a Bible and. You know, thought for sure that he. I mean, it sounded like he was well on his way to walking away, and he turned. He he turned. He turned his, on me between
1: his partner and his friends, and in, in that lifestyle, yeah. they they probably got so angry and made him feel so bad that he had he went back to that.
0: Yeah, he did, and and it, you know, it was a matter of him being. I think he he just felt it's it's almost like a cult. It's like once you're in. You know, you if you leave, you're, you lose your you lose all your friends. They're gonna think you're a bigot. I mean, it's a trap. It's a trap. It, it and, and and it's that way with with anything. I mean, I, I you know Patty even remember Patty who who died in a, died in the motorcycle wreck. Mm-hmm. I believe that Patty was afraid to to vocalize her desire to get closer to God before she died on a motorcycle. Was a friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if I told this story yes. on this on mm-hmm. this show, but yet, yeah, but um um. I think she was afraid to let everybody know that that, that she was letting her go, starting to let her guard down and, and and she wanted to know more more about Jesus because they made so, her
1: feel feel like she was stupid to do that
0: right and so we're so worried about what
1: everybody else thinks
0: what everyone else thinks about us mm-hmm. and we should be I mean I'm worried about a finite fallen sinner what that sinner thinks about me when I should be really more focused on what is it that god thinks about me and here's the question and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come back and, and talk some more about this but what what does god say and what does he think about our silence well, we don't say anything because i don't want to offend that person i don't want to talk to my homosexual friend because they might think i'm a bigot we can do it without without offending them so when we come back i'm gonna share some a couple other things you're right back And that was a quick break. So, hey, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the You're music, sitting there with your mouth open like, oh, I'm like, uh, Am I supposed to sing? Yeah, the music was a little bit shorter than, than, uh, than our. We, oh. we changed the music up a little bit. Because I could
1: totally sing if you'd like me you to. Know? <laughs> I don't Please think so. Please, no. no. No, you no, have, no, you have no, a no, decent
0: no. voice. You have a decent voice.
1: I have a decent voice.
0: You're going to sing? No. Wait a minute. You were just saying, I'll sing mm-hmm. for you. Now you no. all of a sudden, you wait a minute. Get no, a little, no, no a you just said I had a
1: decent voice. That wasn't very encouraging.
0: All right, so um, golly, what were we talking about? We were talking, you were talking
1: about Rodney, and then you were talking about what God thinks about yes, us so, being silent. So, so
0: the silence thing, and and so there are times when we need to be silent, and then there's times when we don't need to be silent. And uh, I'll just say real quick, when it comes to things that that what we've talked about in the first part of this show, and actually it's four, we're 41 minutes in this thing, so, so we're we almost go, the end of the we're show. We're almost at the end of the show, but. <laughs> We don't need to be silent with our friends. Sit down and have a conversation. Put your phone down, grab your friend, take him to lunch, and sit down and get to know them. Don't talk about the weather. Don't talk about sports, unless you really want to know what their favorite teams are. Get to know them. And I'm talking spiritually and, and, and eternally. What are those eternal questions? Hey, Joe. Hey, man, it's as simple as this, icebreaker. Hey, do you go to church? I never asked you. you. Where do you go to church? Oh, well, I don't go to church. Oh, really? Well, um, what do you think happens to someone when they die? I'm just curious. Well, why are you asking me these questions, Russ? So, you know, why can't we just, or I thought we were just going to have lunch. Well, we are having lunch, but I just, and in fact, I'm buying. So at least I, Eat can, up. At least I can ask you some questions. So what do you think, man? I'm just curious. He'll buy my own dinner, or i like, my own. Lunch. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, well, you know, and you can get into it. You know? Yeah, you just have fun with it. You don't mm-hmm. have to be condemning. But we're talking about your a, non-saved
1: friends or ones that you don't know are saved. I mean, you can always go and have those conversations with your saved friends, but
0: right. Well, I think I think saved friends. It's good to get together and, t- and share witnessing stories and, <laughs> and, and encouraging. But but long 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 story made really really short. Stop parading, and start parading separating in groups and antagonizing people with parades and parade yourself to your friend that you know you need to talk to and do it today because I'm telling you with all the noise and stuff that's going on right now in this world I'm telling you God's got his finger on that on the on the button and he's coming back I'm telling you and it, it you know, well, Russ. They've been saying he's been saying soon. Uh, time is coming soon. Uh, that was they were saying that 150, 20, 200, thousand years ago. Whatever. You know what?
1: You every never. Every day, every
0: day is. We never you, know. It you, says you in you the Bible, know. you
1: we will you so, will come like a thief in the night. So, it could be tonight. Yeah. So you,
0: you see your friend walking off a cliff. Go tackle him right now. Right now. I want, I want to hear or I want I want an email from somebody, some sort of text message from somebody that said, Hey, I went out and did it, Russ. I went out and and I did something I don't normally do, and this is what happened i we're both sh- in the hospital in now fact, because I tackled them in fact in fact i want I want a story I want somebody it let listening to call me up or text me, and I'm gonna put you on the show so that you can and i'll call you we, we can bring in callers and I'll put you on the show because I want you to share your experience with your friend that's a and good it's idea you know and and, every, and everybody wants to hear it because this is this will be edifying and encouraging others so let's talk about times when you should be silent all right so this is where um i've been really bad lately and and i'm just admitted admittedly have been just absolutely um you know, I'm a guy, so I like to I like to do things. I like to have I like to have a little bit of control. I mean, I want to be able to control. Like, no, I'm not a controlling person necessarily. I, I don't think, but I do. I don't like it when I can't do something. Like, like when you like a vet when you were sick the other day, and having your stomach thing, and I, it's the same thing we've been having forever. And there's nothing that I can do. I feel helpless. And that I, I don't like. I don't like feeling helpless. Like there's nothing that I can do about the situation except give you an ice pack, do the same things we've been doing, and just let it let it play out. And so that helplessness, that feeling, I've been feeling that way. Admittedly, um, and I shouldn't have been, with work, in in my situation at work, and and I say situation that I've just. I just recently um, decided to leave the company that, I'm, that, I'm, that I was working for for four and a half years. Um, <clears throat> and, I'm, and I'm starting a new career here soon. <clears throat> and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell everybody more about that a little bit, you know, in another show. But this is what I know is that I, I've been so wrapped up and so busy with everything that I have absolutely positively failed God in my silence with him and in exodus 14 you know you've got the the egyptians are sort of fleeing is fleeing uh <clears throat> egypt and the, the pharaoh's got <clears throat> his gang and they're, they're 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 chasing them down and here they are they're kind of backed up against this uh against the the, the river and they're, they're they're scared out of their minds like there's a lot going on uh and 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 Exodus 14.10, it says, As Pharaoh approached, the people of Israel looked up and panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord, and they said to Moses, Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why, why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen uh, while we were still in Egypt? We, we said, Leave us alone. Let us be slaves to Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than be, than be a corpse in the wilderness they 're scared out of their minds they liked slavery better at it seemed like a better alternative at that point
1: and God always provided always and they didn't believe it <clears throat> like, yet again they they didn't they didn't believe him
0: yes and amazing and exodus 14 13 is, is where I is where I in all the chaos and in and, in and, and noise it's been kind of you know and I my noise is nothing I mean i I, I sit here and I look at this and I'm thinking my noise is only noise that I've created, like, you know, go, go, going, going through a, a job change when there are people who don't have work, uh, who don't have food on the table, people in the Bahamas that are dealing with life and death, and here I am, you know, so, <clears> and yeah, it's my own noise, but this, but everyone has their own noise, right? And whatever that noise is, but this is what Moses said to the people, don't be afraid, just stand still. Watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will, this is what I love, in 1414, the Lord himself will fight for you. Just be calm. Just stay calm. Stand still. Just be still. And that's something that I haven't done. And I've been just today just kind of walking around. Vets Vets looks at me, she's like, you're walking around like a zombie today. What's going on with you? And I'm just pondering all this because I have not been calm. I've been admittedly, very just kind of busy, just busy, 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 and- um,
1: You're shaking your knee right now.
0: Well, that's, that's just, my, <laughs> that's just my, my, my knee that- uh, The baby rockin' knee. The, yeah, the baby rock knee. <clears throat> um, but you know what's interesting in, in verse 15, this is what the Lord says to Moses. Why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. So guess what? Be still, but don't sit on the couch, right? Mm-hmm. Be still. Don't expect God to do something for you if you're just going to sit around and just be lazy too, right? He wants mm-hmm. you to get up and do, right? But trust, like walk with that, walk through your this this life with that lamp into your feet. That's not a beacon down the hallway showing you every nook and cranny of what's coming, but just enough for you to put, a, put enough faith in Him.
1: Lighting your path right where and, it needs to go.
0: And so <clears throat> I think it's interesting that He says, just stay calm. But the second He said, just stay calm to the people, Moses said that, God said, dude, uh, get moving. They're right behind you. You need to, you need to hit, you need to, you need to cross this, this river okay. now. Mm-hmm. Put your rod in the water. We're going to split this puppy y'all are going through <laughs> and these egyptians are never going to be seen again right and so god found a way but he's
1: not going to move you you got to move yourself right right you notice
0: know god didn't just like say all right guys here's here's a, pick he, them up
1: and take them through
0: yeah he you know he, now he did he did sort of do some some uh you know some, he he I mean, he did kind of take care of and slow down if you want to call it the um the egyptians because um you know they had a pillar of cloud moving in the front, and, mm-hmm. and you know there there were some things that God were doing to sort of stall and kind of miff the the Egyptians. Um, but when it comes down to when it come down to it, we need to be calm, and we also need to be in action too. So there's kind of it's kind of a tough little balance there. You know, it's kind of like being an athlete on the football field. You know, you're and I say football because I'm a, you know, I like football analogies, but You know, when you're standing on that field, getting ready to receive a a punt, a snap, there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of adrenaline flowing, and you have to try to remain as calm as you can, but get ready to execute, Mm -hmm. and put trust in all the things that you've been trained to do. And so...
1: Well, it's kind of about to do not be anxious, because they were anxious. They were anxious, but they weren't doing anything. They, They were anxious, and they panicked. Yeah. And they weren't trusting. Well, um... And it's I, human to do that. It, there's times that we we get yeah. overwhelmed and and you know we we fall short and you know admitting it is the first step. But well, no, I, I know today I, something was was you've had a lot on your mind and, just, and sometimes um, I you just, just feel
0: like I failed I failed God here lately in, in my in my stillness. I haven't been I haven't been still. I haven't you know it's not that I haven't trusted Him because I've had. A lot of different opportunities, and I'll get into my work situation at some point. But you know, I've had a lot of opportunities present themselves in the past thirty days, even. And just
1: kind of anxious over different things. Yeah, and, and it's like, what's uh, the right thing? You know,
0: yeah. What? 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 what whoa! Uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Uh, this one's interesting. Um, wow! And so, um,
1: and we keep praying. You know, God closed doors and opened doors, and and He has been but it's almost like you kind of want it to happen a little faster so it can be figured out, you know, and it's, yeah. it, you're trying to kind of push it up uphill a little bit, yeah, which is and- just cause the timing's been crazy. So, and, and you've never been in a situation where you had several things all happening at once. And it's like, when it rains, it pours. Is mm-hmm. it, what is right? What is, what is wrong? And it's like, you're getting, you're kind of, you've, you've pretty much gotten to an answer, but you've had a lot of, a lot of, up and down over the last few weeks, which has been exciting yet stressful.
0: Yeah, I just, um, I just wanted to throw that out there. And, and if you're listening and you're, there's something that you're, you're, you're struggling with or a decision you're getting, you need to make or, or you're, you're, you've got some situation and you feel like the enemy is, is just over the hillside coming after you, um, hear those words that Moses said, yeah, be calm, just, just relax, God's got this. But you gotta but you gotta do, right? If it's if it's you're if it's an illness, you gotta go to the doctor. You know, if if you got your doctor's appointment, just go to the doctor you do what the doctor's telling you to do. Pray like crazy. Gotta work it out. It all works out, you know. But don't
1: sit idle and feel sorry for yourself.
0: Exactly. Because exactly. I could totally do that. Yeah. That's a whole
1: other that's a whole other show.
0: Yeah. So um so we um, we're so grateful. Yeah. You guys Thank you for would, listening. Yeah, this is a long show—53 minutes. We and had a lot seconds. to talk yeah. about.
1: We have, interesting that we hit on the same things and I had no idea what you were going to talk about. Oh, that's so. God's
0: sovereignty there. God Amen. knows what He's doing. Hey, Amen. we love we love you guys. Praying for the uh, the folks um, down in the south with uh, Dorian yes. and with and, uh, and for the Texas shooting um, <sighs> that, that as well. There's just so much um, so much going on. that, it's, it's amazing. There's we a lot need, of noise out there. Guys, just we get need quiet. God. We need God. Yeah, just get Sweet. quiet. You know, he's got your back. He does. He's got your back. We love you guys. Love you. Bye now.